Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling and Loving It podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, your friend at homeschool.com and homeschool mom of six. Join us as we keep it real and chat about the ups and downs of this amazing adventure we call the homeschool life. So grab a cup of your warm favorite and a comfy chair and let's get started. Hi everyone, we're picking up today with our series of podcasts on homeschooling children with special needs. We have a very special guest with us here today and it's somebody that I've known for quite some time. Kat Taylor is here to share about her journey with homeschooling a special needs child. Hi Kat and welcome. Thank you. Kat, would you share with us your homeschool background and maybe a little bit about your son and some of the challenges that you faced? Sure. We started homeschooling in 2008. We were accidental homeschoolers, basically because of my son. Um, He had attended public school through part of sixth grade. I think we went about six weeks into it. Um, He'd had some issues. It was middle school. It was harder for him than elementary school, which was hard enough. And the day he got jumped in the hallway by two kids um, and then was suspended for fighting back and defending himself, but the kids walked, we decided we'd had enough. Um, Mm. Nothing against public school. My mom's a public school teacher. If it works for you, great. It wasn't working for my son. Um, We noticed he had ADHD or felt that when... He was kindergartenish. He was really busy, busier than normal, you know, five-year-olds. He had no attention span. He fidgeted so much. Um, it's genetics is a big part of it right. in terms of if your family member has it and his dad as a kid had ADHD and his mm-hmm. uncle um, also, but also traumatic brain injury, which unfortunately he has as well. Um, he took a couple really hard falls when he was a toddler onto a concrete surface and actually has bone damage on his forehead from it. So, oh, yeah, his uh, 18 months to about four years old was pretty much filled with bruises on his oh. head. Um, so I think both of those factors together might just have attributed to why he has such severe ADHD. He has trouble Took him a long time to learn to read. Took him a long time to learn simple things like learning to tell time on an analog clock or tying his shoes, even riding a bike for him, putting all of the cognitive things together that your body needs to do was hard. Sure. Um, So when we pulled him, we thought we were just going to homeschool him for a year and get him all caught up get him in a better frame of mind, and then we'd send him back to public school. But he bloomed. He he was not, when he went to school those six weeks, um, he would trudge down the sidewalk to go catch the bus. I mean, literally, you could just watch him. You could tell it was not enjoyable for him. And he didn't talk. He was sullen. He was quiet, stuck in himself. And uh, within two or three weeks of homeschooling, we, we took like a week off just so that he could kind of not really unschool. I knew that wouldn't work for him. I'd never get him back from video games at that rate. <laughs> but it was just a week for him to kind of decompress from what had happened. Right. 
and then gave me time to figure out what we were going to do. Um, I happened to stumble across Time for Learning, which was a lifesaver because I had no idea. I, I, I work from home. I run a childcare for special needs kids, so I'm familiar with special needs. But now I'm adding you know, homeschooling into this mix of our day that already worked just fine, and now I've got to adjust. Um, so luckily, Time for Learning and in the whole online complete curriculum, he was very into computers and online and gaming, so it fit right into what we needed it to do. And within three weeks, he was a different kid. Wow. Um, he, he, I could not believe how behind he was. Um, he could barely spell his name. Um, you know, math I knew was already hard for him, but we started back a couple of grades and worked our way up. Um, spelling, we chose Spelling City. And I have to say, now that he's 22, he can actually... You know, he spells better than his dad, who has awesome. been to college twice and has two degrees. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, it just, we decided at probably six months in that we would homeschool him as long as he wanted to be homeschooled. And he chose to be homeschooled all the way through high school. And he's still doing online college at home right now. Yeah. Time for learning was the lifesaver by the fact that it was animated. So it kept his attention when it needed to be because attention span for ADHD kids is really hard sometimes. Um, the short lessons, there are some longer ones, but right. we would muddle through those. But short lessons helped because it was over and done with before he could get frustrated or bored with right. it. Yeah. Um, and the fact that we're homeschoolers. If he needs a break, we take a break. If he needs to get up and wiggle because he cannot sit still. Um, if we're in the car, his foot is tapping, his hand is tapping. And it was the same way sitting at the table for homeschool. They're constantly moving. Um, I used to keep a basket of fidgets, I whatever it was. We had little wire ones. We had Jacob's ladders. We had, you know, little fidget spinners, anything, okay. squeeze balls. I would have a basket of stuff for him to do with his hands while he was working on school. So would you say that <clears throat> it, it was time for learning the only curriculum that, that you used with your son, or did you adopt, modify or um, use any other types of curriculum? We used, it was the only one we used exclusively the first year. I didn't add anything. Okay. I, I just was overwhelmed. Um, the fact that it had all the stuff and as far behind as he was, sure. I felt that we could use it strictly by itself. He did um, email his grandmother and we used the spelling city for spelling words and he would have to send sentences and stuff like that. We incorporated that. Um, mm -hmm. For the rest of his, of his schooling, still time for learning was our main curriculum. We added in whatever they were interested in. Um, like at one point, he wanted to do video game design, so we added in video game design. Um, if they were really into a period of history, then we would add that in. But for our, our core subjects, it was time for learning. Right. Okay. So when you did those other, when you added in some of the other subjects, did mm -hmm. you have to handle it a little differently? Did you have to make certain accommodations like... Did you continue to keep it really short? We continued to keep it really, really short. Um, okay. We pulled his brother for homeschooling uh, not long after, and they're totally different personalities. So I would modify. But yeah, short lessons, breaks, go outside, go for a bike ride, go out and shoot some hoops, clear the head, come back in. So physical exercise, did that seem to really help? 
It did. Yeah. It, it, you know, get out. It's the wiggles. They, he can't mm-hmm. help the wiggles. Um, and then sometimes it would get so bad that, you know, he would annoy his brother because he's tapping his foot or, you know, rattling the table. Um, go take a break. Go out there. And if it was a frustrating day, um, like if we were doing a particularly hard math, then we might just stop for the day. It's the same thing with any other homeschooler. Sometimes it's not worth it you to keep pushing when you don't have to. Right, exactly. I have six kids and my youngest has dyslexia. So that, that's been a little different challenge. Uh, but some, mm-hmm. some of the, some similar things that I handled with her, uh, I use very similar to what you've done with your child. Also, only one of my six children is a boy. <laughs> and with him, we found some of some very interesting things. I mean, I, he was never diagnosed as having any special needs, but I felt like he was very kin to an ADHD child because he was always, as you mentioned, always tapping. He needed those frequent breaks to get up and to just move, do some serious physical exercise, which seemed to clear his head. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, there were times that my son could, if you give him Legos, he could sit still for hours. Yeah. And, oh, and yeah. he could build this complex 3,000 piece you know, castle or whatever, and we wouldn't hear from him. He, I mean, I would go check in his room to make sure he was, you know, okay, <laughs> and he's deep in thought yes. and building this. Other things, then no. If it's regular everyday stuff, no, he's, he wiggles. And if I had to go back and do it different, there's a few things I've learned since then, like the yoga ball um, instead of a chair and stuff like that that I would change and have done with him. But a lot of that didn't come to forefront until after we pretty much done with our homeschool kind of a thing. Because now he just goes and hangs out in his room and does his online college when he wants to. So Right. And so the online college, has that been a good fit for him? It has. It has. He has an online job um, as well right now. And I think that is a better fit. I don't know. I mean, not that ADHD kids are not capable of holding a job out in the public, but I think it'll be interesting. He's working on applying. He's applied to places before and had interviews and just never, it never worked out for him, but he's applying again. And I'm hoping this time that he actually gets a public job for a while, if not a permanent one. I just think it would be good for him. All right. Well, I really appreciate you sharing your story and all these practical, really practical tips for dealing with ADHD. Do you have any closing remarks that you'd like to share with our listeners? You know, everybody always said it was sugar and stuff like that. And I firmly believe it's diet and vitamins. Um, We try to stay away from processed foods. I don't worry about the sugar so much as we don't eat junk. Exactly. Um, I, I try to cook like it's the 1930s where everything is homemade and he knows his limits Um, Not that we don't eat junk food once in a while. Everybody has to. But we might, you know, maintain his stuff without medication, um, mainly by vitamins. A lot of omega-3s for the brain function and a lot of whole foods. I agree completely. I'm I'm that kind of person too, Kat. (laughs) Yeah, it's just easier lifestyle anyways. It's healthier, so. Right, exactly. Oh, that's good stuff. Well, I appreciate you spending some time with us and, and sharing with us. We've really enjoyed chatting. I hope our listeners will join us again next week. As always, wishing you the best and with grace and joy, Jamie.